0: Hi, I'm Chevy One, and you're listening to Meet Katie Lowering the Tone.
1: On Lowering the Tone. (laughs) On Lowering
0: the Tone. Here we go again. Hi, I'm Chevy
2: One.
1: (laughs) Could you write it down? (laughs) Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Lowering the Tone. With me, Meet Katie doing two back-to-back episodes at the moment so they're gonna come thick and fast hopefully I'll make up for lost time I'll get a few episodes out before the end of the year before we knuckle down and get into the show there's a few people I need to give some shouts to all of these people were very generous and put some money on the tracks on Bandcamp that allows me to continue doing the show so many many thanks right Scott Walker, Craig Edwards, Tom Langley, M Laws, Dan McCooly, Gordy Torr, Mohammed Cortona, Beef Morley, Kelly Island. Kelly's the wife of Kim, my mate from Perth. I'm not sure if she's donating some money to the show or Kim's just using her PayPal to buy some tracks. <laughs> Okay this show I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm just going to do one long mix. Keep it all upbeat, up-tempo. Next episode I'm going to drop it down do some deeper stuff. But this episode, because it's been a while, um, I kind of want to bang it out a bit. At the back end of the show I've got Ben Coda who came over and kindly done an interview. He's an interesting character. <laughs> few exclusive Lot 49 tracks I'm gonna play for you later. Also gonna change the format slightly of how you can subscribe. I will explain all of that in due course. Let's get a show started
0: to meet is
1: lowering the tone. This guy's run Mr. Wampy, which is the 1970s converted ice cream band that I played on at Boomtown a couple of weeks back. An absolute pleasure playing for you guys. If any of you are interested in seeing it, head over to MrWampy.com, check it out. I made this track a few weeks back at the Somme de Libre Festival in the south of France. It went down an absolute storm. Very subtle, but very big. If you want a track list into this show, what you need to do now is head over to my Bandcamp page. That's mekt.bandcamp.com. You need to download one of the tracks and i will automatically put you on the mailing list. I'll explain why things have changed in a short time As I mentioned earlier, I've got Ben Coder at the back end of the show in for an interview. This is a brand new collaboration that myself and Ben have done. It's called Doggy Dog. This is a slightly different version to the one that's out at the moment. This is the version we're going to be using for the 49 ADE sampler, which hopefully will be out in October. and you're listening to me, Katie, on Lowering the Tone. To show this is brand new one from me called fire in new york new from DJ IC on the remix for Worthy I'm hoping to get Worthy on the show um, I'm going to be heading to the States at the beginning of December doing Washington Seattle San Francisco San Diego and Boise more to be confirmed I'm hoping I can get Sean Mr. Wervington, on the show The only way you can subscribe is going to my Bandcamp, which is mekatie.bandcamp.com. Download a track, any track, and your name will automatically be added to that. donate any money that will go a long way in supporting the show but don't feel you have to This is the second free track of the episode. Head over to meetkt.bandcamp.com and you can download it for free. This is my remix of a track that me and Dinner Rise done together called Player." i I'm not, 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 I'm Ben Koda. Talking of Ben, this is brand new from him. It's called Kinetic and it's forthcoming on Lot 49. I told you I was going to play a few exclusives, didn't I? Enjoy. deeper selection will return But for now, let's get into our interview with Ben Exclusive Hello, I'd like to welcome Ben Coda hey. to Lowering the Tone hey. Again in my front room <laughs> It's great to be here again um, You haven't mentioned the sofa yet, there's no um. sofa
0: I didn't want to mention the fact that there was no sofa. We sold
1: our sofa and we haven't oh bought right. a new one yet. So we've got... That a does map. look pretty comfy though. Yeah, it looks a bit like a yeah. squat though. That's okay. Squats are cool. <laughs> um, thank you for coming down, Ben. Thanks for having me again. I know. Um, uh, just to explain, we did an interview, I think it was at the back end of last year. It would have been like, what, February time, March time? Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. Um, uh, well, this year actually, yeah. yeah. And um, I apologise. Um, I'm just awful <laughs> at putting together podcasts and um, time kind of went by and you ended up doing so much more material mm-hmm. that um, I thought it would be a better use of your time to come in and do a new interview instead of putting together an old one that was a lot of a lot of stuff. That was it wasn't outdated. It's just that you've done so much more. Yeah, stuff I mean, since. there's
0: a lot of stuffs moved on since then. There's been a lot of music come out. More gigs have happened. You know, so yeah, uh, it's we're good in a now. better place. We are in a much better place. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: um, thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's <laughs> um, a pleasure always. <laughs> I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the old interview. I'm going to do some sound bites and um release it on a band camp so mm-hmm. you'll be able to pick up for free. Um, and um, I just cherry pick some of the highlights of the last interview. We could do like a spot
0: the difference competition That's or something. It. Yeah.
1: So we're going to do another <laughs> one. Um, and firstly, thank you for your input in Lot Forty Nine.
0: Oh, mate. Well, thank you for having me on Lot Forty Nine. It's been it's been great. It's been awesome.
1: It's been a yeah. yeah we've done we've done well. And I'm very happy. Yeah. And the, I mean, uh, we,
0: were, we were kind of saying earlier. I kind of um, I feel at home now. I've finally got a label that I actually feel at home on and the. The sound kind of fits in nicely with, you know, your view of things, and you know, it's it's good. It's been going really well.
1: Yeah, so, it's going well. Yeah. You got you, you. currently got two tracks, uh, two remixes. Yep. ironically, Ironically, um, <laughs> in the breaks chart. Yeah. Um, we have a few singles coming up, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um. Um. But since then, we've had Pulse as well. Yeah. Um, both yours and Chevy's remix charted well so Mm -hmm. we're very happy with that thank you
0: yeah no i'm very happy with it too it's great
1: Um let's start at the beginning i reckon um um we got loads of questions from the facebook some really interesting and some just stupid stupid the better really though um but um i think i think the what people are interested in is, uh, where, where, you know, where did Ben Coda get started? And where, where you Ooh. know, I'm, I'm referring <laughs> to you as a third yeah. person. Where yeah. did you get started? Um,
0: I, I mean, I guess it all really started about the mid-90s. Um, the, the, the tune that got me into it, right, kind of in the mid-90s, was Prodigy Out of Space. That was the one, because I was always into, like, rock and metal and stuff before then. Heard that and went, whoa, hang on a minute. What's this? And then kind of really got into it. Um Started going out raving. Used to go to things like Helter Skelter, Dreamscape. You know all those kind of big, big parties. Race. Yeah, the big parties at the Milton Keynes Sanctuary in particular. And um just sort of thought, wow, you know, I want to be a part of this. This is amazing, you know. And um, I've been playing instruments for years and years. You know, you're a guitarist, yeah, guitarist. Yeah, guitarist. Yeah. I played piano from I can't even remember when it was before I can even remember. Like my parents got me on the piano when I was like five or six, um, and then I've. Got my guitar at thirteen, kind of learned you know rock and metal on the guitar, um, and then got my decks at about seventeen, eighteen, and then that was it. Just totally hooked, um, going out partying, just loved the vibe, the people, the atmosphere, all of that, and then it, it all just kind of rolled from there. Really, um, I mean, from the production point of view, I guess me and my mates and I'm in kind of like. Our early twenties, right, right? We wanted to start writing music. The, the, at the time, you know, I was I was always into kind of like pretty much everything, you know, the good bits of everything. But um, the time that the main thing we were into was the drum and bass because at that point you had like airbrush and optical doing wormhole, and jungle. Like, Is that kind
1: of? Free when I first drum got into it, it was
0: jungle, and like, right. but then it got into the kind of the technoey drum and bass stuff in yeah. the late nineties. Um, and we were like, right, um, how do we how do we do this? So we, we went out and bought a sampler, and we just sat there and went. So, uh, what do we do with this now? What then? did you uh, do you with that uh, guy? Yeah, Nakai, yeah, 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 but we didn't even have like a, a sequencer or anything. We are just like, right, we can just do this now. And then I no, <laughs> we went, uh, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just looked at it and went, oh, oh shit. Um, but then, um, the thing that really kind of got it all started was when Reason came out um and i only have, like, ever had like a crappy little pc laptop but installed reason on it when that first came out yeah. um and then suddenly i went oh that's how you do it like because you know I, know I never had access to like a big studio or anything like that well that but, was
1: that was the data yeah like, that when, was it when, when yeah. you you'd write a tracker but you'd have to go into a studio yeah. to finish it
0: yeah and i didn't have the money to go to a studio I, I didn't even know anyone who had a studio so um as soon as reason came out you know i bought it put it on my pc and i went wow like i can just I mean, it sounded like crap Load at the time. Up,
1: like, recycled you know, files, but then, but, and... but then
0: suddenly you're like, "Wow!" Like this, you, you can actually start putting this all together. And then, um, yeah, me and all my mates kind of just started like you know sampling stuff, and we come, you know, I, I sort of come from the culture of of sampling things. You know, a lot of people at that time were just sampling each other and just putting stuff in tracks, um, and um, it just kind of went from there. You know, I got went from Reason into Cubase on the PC. That's a natural, was a,
1: that was actually a natural progression yeah yeah, yeah and there was
0: and, and then things like halion came out which were like a kind of um incubase sx which was like a bit more of a sophisticated kind of sampler yeah. and then and then soft started emerging and then you're like well wow, like these big like things that i couldn't afford at the time now you can suddenly get and put in your computer and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's there um, we're straight in there
1: with the tech talk <laughs> yeah exactly well yeah let's get that out of the way first then we can get to yeah, silliness yeah, later yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 I'm, no 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 it's, it's quite it's quite yeah. interesting because uh, like a lot of people that listen to the show that, that aren't aren't producers yeah you know they'd be quite lost with that but these these are all tools to yeah. make music yeah you know it's like coming from a live background obviously mm. you need we mm. need is a guitar if you're yeah. a guitarist all you need is a bass yeah, where, yeah. whereas Whereas, like the the tools you're talking about, is that they they made it possible for you to be in all all one band. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. That, and I think yeah. I think that's the realisation yeah. of like I don't need a band, I yeah. can do it all myself. Yeah. And um, I, I'd
0: been in bands in my teens and I, I found bands quite frustrating actually getting everyone together and in, wow, in the same yeah. place. I mean you must know how oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So well it and, was always
1: there was always someone letting the side down. Yeah, there always was. There always was absolutely or well, there was someone that someone wasn't who hadn't quite, quite little, committed. Yeah you know, your drummer hadn't learned the feels
0: <laughs> in the right place or whatever. But um uh yeah and and back then as well i mean and, and now um it's great because you know there's all these schools that have been set up that you can go to and learn how to mix or you can learn how to produce or whatever but back then there was absolutely nothing or really. self-taught you know there was probably yeah. like one place i could have gone to, well, to go and learn studio engineering um but now you know it, it'd be great to be a producer now growing up like that because you can go and be uh, learned to but oh, we just we just man, worked to yeah. it out for ourselves you know yeah. Well, you can yeah. but
1: you can buy like Logic, Reason, yeah. I, I, like any any of the any of these um, programs, and if you don't know how to use something, you just type it into Google, yeah, or, or you look on YouTube, yeah, and totally. Somebody would show you how to use yep. it. Whereas yep. back, then, back then, you didn't have that luxury. Well, back then it took us about a year. Well, it was, <laughs> tr- it was trial and error, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and I kind of, I that's that's something that like kind of has got a little bit lost, you know. Mm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mm. dash like the current sort of production scene, because obviously, you know, is that everyone's had to learn, however, you Mm. know,
0: it's just, it uh, has homogenized it a little bit though, I think, like, because you've, there is kind of one right way or one wrong way of doing it now, whereas back then we were working it out for ourselves, so everyone developed their own kind of ways of doing it, I guess.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and also is that that's when the the, the creativity was really important.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you're saying about, um, learning how to play the piano, learning like uh, chords, like chord sequences mm, mm. and structures, yep, yep. and how a song would be yeah. structured. Yeah. You know, all of all the, all of that. As time goes on, you realise that 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 was yeah. that was kind of learning how learning your trade, mm. as it were. Is like a lot of pe- a lot of people that just get into it now. Is that they go, well, I, I want to be. You know, yeah. I'm a do good that. looking I guy. Could do that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, I can, <laughs> I can download some tracks and play them on track two. Yeah, know, you know, like it's... easy. <laughs> it <is laughs> yeah. easy. and I, you know whereas back then, I remember going to watch yeah. DJs, yeah. and and they'd be playing vinyl, and yeah. you'd be like wow, That's they're mixing yeah. free records, yeah. you know, yeah, absolutely, at the same time, you'd absolutely. just be blown away by that, yep. by the skill, yeah, like yeah, absolutely, and, and when it comes to production, it's like you know, is that you had to you know you'd maybe write a load of music mm. but when you'd actually get in a studio and you're paying like 200 pounds for a yeah. day or 500 pound whatever it may be yeah you'd pick your best track so you would lead with your best yep. track so that the quality control would be like well de- this is the best song we've got so this Absolutely. is what we're going to work on yeah and when that would actually read the mar- marketplace you'd mm. already you'd you know you'd already spent a ton of time mm-hmm making sure you the best track you had available mm-hmm. would reach the market yeah. whereas now it's like you can make it all in a yeah. box yeah. release it all in that same box
0: yeah yeah because i mean i um i only really kind of started releasing music at the tail end of the whole vinyl thing because you know i was i was sitting there writing and writing writing throughout my 20s um and just about got good enough to put music out just before vinyl died um and obviously you've got a lot more Experience with the whole vinyl culture. I mean, I was obviously mixing on records, but I didn't have any releases out on records. I had a handful of releases out on records, and then it all just went into the digital world. So, the 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 world for me kind of, I kind of sort of grew up from the start of the digital world releasing music, but I was always in the vinyl world as a DJ, I guess. But it, it was it's been interesting to see the difference between it and the different perceptions that people have of it now. And you know, I mean. It must be must be completely different world for a kid who's growing up now and looking at it going, Oh yeah, I could just become a DJ because all these guys are just putting vinyl out sorry not vinyl out, MP3s out and stuff and it's really easy. Well, yeah. 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 But it yeah. comes but, but back then there was quality control because you had to make a serious investment to put Yeah to get vinyl a piece of out. vinyl it, yeah, out into absolutely. the market. Yeah. It's
1: like you had to really believe in yeah. a piece of music.
0: Yeah, and there was some rubbish vinyl that came out. Oh, yeah, you course. know, but but nowhere near as much as there is now on in the digital world,
1: there's a lot more you know. digital shit out there. Than when, <laughs> you I'm trying to, to be the, polite about it, but I think digital shit is probably the... <laughs> but yeah, it, it, no, it's true. It, it is true because, like, it costs it costs people not a lot of money, yeah, to get a release out into the marketplace Mm. now whereas before it's like it's a huge investment so Mm. you might have 10 tracks and go this is the track this is our best track yeah whereas like i don't know any i don't know any artists now that they make 10 tracks and go i'm only going to release my one best track yeah and you know, back mm. then, that's the way it was. Mm. So there was this, like... Mm. There's, there was a lot of con, um, quality control, and that was based on finance. Whereas, like, yep. now, you know, I'd say that the quality control is led by the labels, maybe.
0: I, I think so, yeah. I mean, it has become a lot more throwaway now, music. You know, it doesn't have... It doesn't have the shelf life it used to. When they set on a um, folder instead of instead yeah, absolutely of in, a, in a rack in yeah,
1: uh, in your in your studio, or your front room, or yeah. your bedroom, you know, yeah. where you'd get a piece of vinyl, you'd yeah. read the sleeve notes like most of us, oh, yeah. there is no sleeve notes yeah. on an MP3 yeah.
0: I used to love putting vinyl sleeves up on my wall because they look so cool. Yeah, like, you can't do that with an MP3. <laughs> yeah, like
1: you know, you'd have you'd have like some of the labels that you'd follow, you'd buy their t-shirts yeah. because you totally. you, know, yeah. you supported the brand. You yeah, know? you kind of bought into it. Yeah you know like man we're already bitching oh here we go here we go bitching. it was much we're better been, back in the day you know, wasn't it yeah like, like five minutes in and we're saying already bitching that, right. saying that i think the good things about
0: mp3s are it has it it has enabled our music to reach a much wider audience than it would have done before i think and that might be through piracy um or it might not but at least it's getting out there to people. You know, it might my, someone in like Siberia might be listening to my music, which is great. And they may not have had the opportunity to be able to hear it
1: on a piece of vinyl. On a piece of vinyl, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, which so you know, there's there's kind of upsides and downsides to all of it. I think.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. 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 I just love the way that we start our podcast. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> and, uh, listen. I loved Rave. Yeah, I like Rave. and uh, <laughs> uh, I started with the Final and the MP3 suck. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, if you want to go back to that tech thing, because I know there was a question about the tech stuff. Um, I mean, the big thing that really did it for me was getting Logic on the Mac. Um, as soon as I got that, I mean, the, the, the quality of my music got better. The plugins in Logic are amazing. I still use the built-in plugins with that today. Um, and the actual workflows within the application just really made sense for me i mean i was i don't want to kind of knock cubase too much but i was on cubase before then um but logic just really kind of clicked in my head and um and obviously i'm still on it now um and you know i mean i've used a lot of i've used a lot of other um workstations i've used ableton fruity loops cubase um tried acid um what the workstation yeah yeah
2: yeah the acid sequence. yeah
0: we'll talk yeah. about, about hallucinogens later <laughs> yeah that really didn't make very much sense one really, of that but um, but yeah um but logic is the one that just somehow it all just came together with um and yeah i mean i've, I've just been using that since I've, I've got logic um x now which i did find a bit of a sort of a jump from logic 9 um, but now I've got my head around it. You know, it's 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 fine and it's great. You know, yeah. it's um, like everything else. Like, yeah,
1: like ten minutes after working, it, you re- it's just working out the yeah the nuts and bolts of it. But yeah, 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 the, yeah. I I found that was it, it did jump a, a fair yeah. bit. Yeah, like I did feel like I was learning a learning like relearning yeah. like yeah. some of like the way the way that the preferences yeah. worked. Yeah, I mean, you were the,
0: actually the catalyst that got me onto Logic X because before <laughs> then I was on nine. But you, I think and we you did a collaboration, together, yeah. I, yeah, you, you, yeah you, get, you gave me a project for Logic X, and I was like, I've got, i got to learn it now. Um, but yeah, I think it is definitely better. And actually, from a sound quality point of view, even though it's it's it only it, it's really not that notable, it does actually sound better than Logic Nine, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah me too. Me too. Like, yeah. It's um, it's awesome
0: yeah absolutely well, it
1: should be for the bloody price oh <laughs> well, exactly you know
0: although saying that it's not that expensive compared to what they used to be you know yeah so yeah and yeah.
1: you know it is easy to yeah. get cracked copies not that we apparently, do apparently <laughs> allegedly allegedly
0: that i know nothing about to so we've
1: been with the production and the yeah. way the way that you've yeah. kind of you've you've obviously you, you've Developed it using mm-hmm. using now you use logic and stuff, yeah. Um, actually, talking about the actual creative stuff, sure, uh, not not the not the technical stuff. Um, how would you describe your music?
0: Oh, wow, I'd describe it as my music. I don't know. I, I was talking with a friend about this the other night, and then we were, we were saying, like, I've kind of found my own kind of music now. I mean, she was describing it as like Benko does techno music. And I've spoken to other people about it and they went, oh, would you just write your own kind of techno music? Um, and that's great. I mean, that that for me is better than someone saying, oh, you're just writing Deep House or you're just yeah. writing whatever, you know. So um, I have this sound in my head that's been there for quite a long time. That I've always wanted to kind of materialize and uh, it's slowly happening, you know, and yeah. it has evolved over time. And I think it probably depends what kind of headspace you're in at the time or what kind of period you're in in your life and you know whatever yeah. but um f- I'm getting to a point where the music that I'm putting out is actually kind of what I have been trying to do all yeah. along um and I think that's that a holy combination gra- holy grail
1: yeah, of, of what, you of you know, what you're know, trying to. I mean
0: I don't think I'm ever going to be happy with it because there's always something there's always somewhere that you want to be that's better than that but I'm getting to the point now where it's kind of like the the production and the engineering is the thing that I want to kind of Get a bit better, and I want the sounds to sound better. I want it all to sound better. Um, and I'm sure in 10 years' time, I'll look back and I'll say, Oh, the music I was writing when I was 36 was rubbish, but you know, at least you know, can, you know, it's, it's kind of you know, it is all a big evolution, but I'm finally at a point now where I can look at the tunes that I'm writing and I'm kind of going, Yeah, I'm kind of happy with that now, you know. It's, right, yeah. but, but say, at what I describe it as. I don't really know. No, I'm not sure. I mean we, when you came up with the term broken techno the other day, which I think is quite a good description I like, I like of it really, yeah. yeah. I, think got, I
1: think it sort of sums <laughs> up because it's yeah it has got a lot of beats in it. It's yeah. kind of beaty. And I think yeah. that's why <clears throat> that, you know, you know, one of the one of the things, that, you know, we've noticed between ourselves is yeah. that the breakbeat community have really em- yeah. really embraced yeah. your sound. Yeah. And I think it's because because it's not straightforward techno, it's not straightforward no. house. It's certainly not breaks, mm. but but it, it's beaty enough. Yeah, it's like is it's the the drums are always kind of fast. Yeah, so so the breakbeat community—that's what they love. They yeah. love big fucking yeah. drums. For me, so, I
0: mean, when I started writing music when I was in my early twenties, I was writing, I say, drum and bass, and I also love breaks as well, and I love old school hardcore, and I love the vibe of it all, um, and so. I try and put some of that into the music in whatever way I can. So maybe and subliminally Subliminally it's, it's kind of
1: creepy in there, like you know. It's, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's morphosizing itself yeah. into the I don't I don't know why the Breaks community in, it, you it, know, they, they seem <clears throat> to really jump yeah. on your stuff, you it's, know. It's cool, but yeah. I'm look uh, as long as someone is Yeah. And I, I think I
0: think the issue is as is, as well, and we'll probably come on to this, is like people really love to pigeonhole stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's dance music, and you know, I'm writing music that is made to make people dance in a club or a festival or a rave or whatever, and if it does that job effectively, then that's that. It makes you happy. And when I'm when I'm writing a tune, um, if it get makes me get up and dance around, then I know I've written a good one. Yeah. And you know that's that's yeah. it because because the I, I guess where I'm coming from is having been to those parties and that's a really big influence on on what I'm doing. So
1: well, like earlier you said that you you know you've been always been a fan of drum and bass. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's all beat-driven stuff. Yeah, yeah. And even you know, even your 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 music now, like mm. regardless of what what anyone wants to call it, yeah, it's beat-driven. It is, yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah. It's it's dance music, and you know, music for me is a lot of different types of things. You know, I, I like all different types of music, but the stuff that I choose to write is the stuff that kind of I guess resonates with me the most, which is when I go out dancing. So yeah. that's what I want to kind of recreate if that makes sense yeah absolutely
1: absolutely i I, you know i'm i'm pleased i'm pleased that like you know that it's been embraced you know you know we've been around for a long time as a label and you Mm. know i've seen you know a lot of artists come and go you know but when when we hooked up to you know you know put put out some music it was just you know it was just it It was just a remix to start with yeah but because that went well Chevy's Chevy's remix. Yeah, that was it, um, yeah. Yeah. And it flew. Yeah. It, it absolutely flew. Yeah. And people people wanted more of it. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day is that I I like your music, but I'm I'm drawn to that kind of music that doesn't really fit <laughs> yeah. in a genre. Yeah. Because that's what I'm I am as a DJ. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like People to say, oh, I had I'm out playing. Absolutely. What was yeah. it? Oh, I d I don't know. It's a bit of Did you like it? Yeah, me knowing that the dance was yeah. working to her, I know that it's good. Yeah. You know, in in my head, it's yeah. good. And um, you know, I know that, that a certain amount of people are buy it if if I'm playing it and mm. people are reacting, then I do know that it's it's worth something. Yeah. And and that was what was happening. And so, you know, for you to come on board and then to start delivering singles. And replicating what happened with the remix. Yeah. And also is the, you know, we've kind of elevated from there as well, Mm -hmm. you know. Is that people are sending us tracks now that are starting to sound like your tracks? It's amazing, like right. like, like, like oh, yeah. your your yeah. your music in general, but yeah. like certain tracks, you know, yeah. have, have inspired people. Yeah. So you know, I'm getting demos that sound like Ben Coder now. <laughs> I never thought that was going to happen. Well, I never. I
0: mean, I never in a million years thought anyone anyone would write music that would be well would be influenced by what I'm writing. Anyway, so you know, it's kind of it's it's great. I mean, I, my my attitude towards things is that if something works, then I'll just roll with it. And this has been working, and I've been rolling with it. So, well, know. yeah, I think I think we're yeah. the same.
1: Is that yeah. like you know, we we never sat down and went here's a big plan. Yeah, we're here's just, the game we plan. We put out some music, exactly. and yeah. it sort of struck a nerve. Yeah. It seemed to work, and yeah, and um, you know, um, you know, hopefully it continues. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, we've done well. Like even this year, when you released your first single, Pulse. Yep. You know, both yours and Chevy's track, yeah. charted. They both charted really high. Yeah,
0: um, they were both in the top ten at one point. Yeah, I think, weren't
1: they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and and you know, how, how, you know, what, what can I say to that? It's like proofs in the pudding. Is yeah. that like, if you're doing something wrong, no one is yeah. interested. Yeah. But they are interested yeah. and that's why we continue to do it. It's like, you know, yeah. pe- people within the Breakbeat community might go, oh, well, it's not Real Breaks. It's like, well, what, do you know what? What it's is like, Real Breaks though? Well, you know? <laughs> Breaks to me was always like, you know, I came from the Big Beat community, yeah. which yep. Breaks was always the place that was where all the misfits went. Yep. You know, and that's where the Chemical Brothers were. That's yeah. where Monkey Mafia was, mm-hmm. Dub Pistols were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I use them as as simple examples, but that's when Walsam and no, yeah, Skin would yeah, doing yep, yep. big beat. Yeah. But it was all thrown into, oh, ice breaks. But there's always been 4-4 four four breaks as well. Yeah. I
0: mean, this is the thing that a lot of people forget about. Yeah, you know, that there, yeah absolutely. There, there has always been 4-4 four, four breaks with that kind of really big bassy element in it that makes it breaks in inverted would, combinations, would you, you know, have, and it's kind
1: of... You have a, you have a lot of kind of like purists that, that believe that like everything needs to like in Breakbeat needs to be taken from a broken beat yeah. that was played on an original like old funk track that's Breakbeat. <laughs> no, no I don't wanna burst any bubbles here, no. but like there's a lot of disco tracks that have breaks in the music, yep. which is just drums on a 4-4. Yeah. Technically, that's a break. Yeah. It's just a pattern. Yeah. Like you may be complaining about. Absolutely. But yeah. breaks is, you know, breaks should yeah. be a kind of open forum. Mm. No, it'd be a lot healthier for that. Yeah. You know, like as a, as a, as a place for people to play its music. It's yeah. The, at the moment, I've got to say that, you know, the, the Americans are dominating the yeah. scene. yeah. Because the the booty bass, and don't, yeah. don't get him wrong, it's like, I, and I'm friends with a lot of people that make mm. this music, and and mm. also is that like I can't knock them because mm. you know you know it, it it's successful because people are buying it, and that's great. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe maybe times for the UK to sort of pick up yeah. the pace a little bit, and also throw throw some spins in there. I think it's that's like,
0: what the UK is good at doing generally across the board in music. You know, I think we are actually quite good as a nation at kind of making people. Uh, uh, pushing it a little bit further and yeah. not kind of regurgitating the same old stuff. That's it. You know, you know, you know
1: it's, it's a bit weak when you've got like guys yes. from, like like myself from like like <laughs> you know the suburbs of London. I, I can't <laughs> be putting out like ass ass titties <laughs> titties, these <arse laughs> and titties. You know, it just doesn't work. No, it sounds <laughs> stupid be because <laughs> yeah. that's not my background. That's not yeah, where yeah, I'm totally. from. Totally, you know? totally. And you know, is that you know we're all influenced by what what we what we make and what yep. our, what our com- community yep. is and like what the influences yep. we take from like going out to parties and whatever, whatever it Absolutely. may be, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that um, our influence is, you know, and the reason why, you <clears throat> know, we, we've been, you know, I think why it's been successful mm. with you, Ben, is that, the. the we all like techno, but yeah. you know, is that you know, we, and we all like we like techno. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's like we like the broken stuff as yeah. well, and I think That's why the word broken techno come up yeah, because like it. it's tech, yeah. techy as fuck. Yeah, but it's got big snares. It's got yeah. big kick drum. It's not straightforward techno. Yeah. So where do you put it? You don't, like our stuff wouldn't fit in the techno yeah. section. So. You know, we're not going to stick it in any other section. So, unfortunately, mm. for the for the breakbeat purists, they're lumped with it, whether yeah. they
0: like it or not. Yeah, I mean, and and also, you know, I mean, we are talking, I guess, in terms of beatport here, which you know, obviously, we yeah. have to we yeah, have yeah, to yeah. talk in terms of beatport because they obviously have the monopoly over the dance music online digital sales at the moment. Yes, at the moment. Yeah. yeah, so if we have to kind of shoehorn ourselves into, or someone else has to shoehorn us into what someone else's perceptions of genres are um yes which is unfortunate really but you know that's just the way that's just how the game is at the moment so
1: well we had like what was it last um the last remix that you'd done we yeah we had an expert genre manager at Beatport decided that um he he, he thought it was electro house (laughs) (laughs) and it's like and we, we saw it come up on the base where electro house and i you know, I, about,
0: I, yeah, I, I nearly had a hard time. Uh,
1: yeah, right, so. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think it was just uh, what the fuck. <laughs> and on, on, like, you know, we looked for all the genres. I even yeah. spoke to the, our label manager yeah. at Beatpon. We looked for yeah. all the genres. Who we were like, well. It doesn't really fit anywhere, and then we were like, "Look, just we need to stick into breaks." Yeah. That's where our audience. It's are. a remix of a breaks track. It's been working in breaks. So well, was just, just, yeah, well, yeah. The, the breaks track itself was top ten in breaks. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Track. So, yeah, so, so yeah. you know, it'd be a funny. To to take it out of the genre, especially when we know what as where our audience were. Put it in R B. and <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, after having a conversation with the label manager of Beatport, he said, yeah. "Well, look, we're all about putting your music in the in the in the genre where we think it yeah. sells the most." Yeah. And it and we both went, oh, "Well, it's got going breaks." Yeah, absolutely. And it did, yeah. and now it's what it's like twenty something. It's
0: doing pretty well. I mean, it, it hasn't you know? had any. Promotion, we, we had no there, band nothing we had us. no yeah, featured yeah, exactly. releases. And it's done pretty well anyway, so... Well, this is you know. just
1: off the, the doggy... Uh, not uh, the Believe in Me. Believe in Me. It's yeah. like, oh, we've got... we been firing them out. Yeah. Um, the Believe in Me, uh, <laughs> yeah. which was me and Dopamine. Yeah. Um, track that you remixed yeah. is that I, I think that... I think that, yeah, okay, yeah, it sits on the fence. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, of course. You it know, is so. we're, we're not pretending yeah. that it's like yeah. Decline or yeah. Standing Warriors or... Yeah. or yeah. You know, Keith McKenzie or DJ Fix or, yeah. or, or any of those guys. Yeah. It's like, you know, it'd be, it'd be disrespectful to even suggest it's mm. it's connected to those no. those guys. No. But it's got a big kick, it's got a big snare, yeah. and it certainly isn't house. Yeah. No, I don't, and I guess
0: you look at, like, the prog house section on Beatport, and, you know, that doesn't sit with anything that we would know as classic prog no. house anyway. You know, so it's all... A, I, I mean, no disrespect to Beatport, but it is all a bit of a mess there at the moment. It's and a bit
1: of a forced hand. Yeah, it is. That, Like, where yeah. we've ended up. Yeah. Um, if there was a genre for broken techno and... Yeah, hopefully there will be. Like, kind of, <laughs> you know, breakbeat-influenced broken techno, yeah. then we'll put our music in there. Yeah. But for now... that brilliant. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the options? Yeah, where, exactly. where are the options? I think,
0: I think also the issue there is that there's not very many people doing it. So... No.
1: You know, it's kind of like... There's not enough of a movement that I, I think that's you know we had this conversation earlier mm. about another producer which mm. I won't name, mm-hmm. Reva <laughs> That right? <laughs> um, You know he's the, like he's very, very like you know, he's, he's like well you know this is this is the the parameters I'm going to work in mm. and this is where my music fits and and that's where and it that's goes. fine. Yeah, so and and yeah. he does extremely well within yeah. that unfortunately is that like not everyone has the same like outlook on music you know yep. it's like um and that that's us yeah totally you know I mean? yeah so you know like no and that's no disrespect to steph cause i'm i think he's know, a great producer I, I don't even need i don't even say anything yeah i interviewed him on another show yeah. and he's a good friend um but but the point is is that like some people want to be be pigeonholed and, yeah and, and it's the complete opposite of where we're coming from. Well, I
0: guess as well, some people want to just jump on what somebody somewhere has decided is going to be the big sound this year or whatever. And I've seen it with other producers and I'm, I won't name many names here, but you see people who kind of, you know, they develop this amazing sound. But then suddenly something else will come along, say like, you know, the EDM explosion, they'll go, oh, I want a bit of that. And then they'll just lose all their credibility because all their original fans go, "Well, no way." Well, I don't. And then they don't. There. They don't quite manage to surf on the EDM wave quite well enough as all these other guys who were there right from the beginning. And then they just fall flat on their face.
1: Unless you're Knife Party. Yep. Because yep. Knife Party can make anything. <laughs> yep. To a really high standard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's popular. <laughs> yeah. And then fair play to them. You yeah, know fair what?
0: play, to them. Do You know what? I've, 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 Yeah, fair play to um, fair play to anyone who can write music and you know who goes through it all because it's yeah it's a it's a it's a hard industry to be a part
1: of. Well, it's quite it's quite interesting because I think that it's funny because like I'm I'm just going to use Knife Party as an example because they're so easy target (laughs) (laughs) because they're because of their success we can all we can all knock their music yeah like everyone can go oh it's not my bag it's not my bag what you can't knock. Is the ability quality. for them, yeah, yeah. The, the pure quality, yep. the way, yep. the way that went. Well, we're gonna like you know, I know that we make drum and bass. Yep. We're gonna sack our key drum and bass guy, our yep. hornet, who who and Paul is an awesome guy, loving to death. Um, we're gonna we we but but Paul's no longer relevant in what we want to do, so mm. they lose their their key drum and bass guy who had the finger on the pulse with mm. with, the, with the music mm. within drum and bass. And this is what we're going to do, you know. And they, they just, they've done a great job at doing that. Yeah. You know, and like, it sounds a bit heartless. And it is heartless, you know. It, but I guess just but at, at the end of the day, is. you can't change history. No. Pendulum done a lot. They've done, they've done they've done a lot of good towards Mm. drama and bass elevating it into like Mm. to the mainstream whether that whether you like that or not yeah you know that's down to you, but what what they did with drum and bass was yeah. they they made it like daytime radio one. Yeah, and, absolutely. And can't knock that.
0: Yeah. can't knock it. I was one of the first people in the UK to book Pendulum. Actually, oh really? I got
1: pulled down to my night in uh, Love Hall, hundred
0: and fifty quid. Really? Yeah, no one turned up. <laughs> it's just after they released the vault.
1: <laughs> no yeah. way, man.
0: Yeah, Um yeah. I think we're a little bit ahead of our time there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a lovely guy though. And, He's like, yeah, cool as <laughs>
1: fuck in Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, um, I I gotta say, um, I, I know I've spoken to him a lot of times, um few few times that so I I got booked with him at um, Carl Cox Carl Cox and yeah. friends, and had this kind of breakbeat room and he was playing as well. Yeah. And I was trying to find some breaks to plan on. At the time, I was really struggling to mm. find any breaks that I liked. So I was playing lots of techno. there. Yeah. And he came on with, like, electro house track. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was going to play drum and bass. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably trying to keep his job at that time. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he probably knew that dive Party was coming. Yeah,
0: right. Um, it's quite interesting about the genre thing, though, because, you yeah, know, my side project, Nanoplex, that's kind of like
1: well that was We've, something we need to talk yeah about.
0: um i mean we're in we're we obviously roll in a slightly kind of different scene like you know the kind of the the more psychedelic scene um but that scene is is also quite purist from a you know there's a lot of people there who just go out and listen to psy trance but the techno side of it i've noticed over the past few years is really growing and it's growing quite nicely you know and like yeah um so we played it as i Yeah, we played Azura this year. That's in Hungary. In Hungary, Hungary, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, really good. I mean, the production levels at these parties are just off the scale. They're amazing. Um, The sound systems are, like, next level as well. But um, the actual techno second stage has gone from being something quite small into, like, something that's quite major now and that a lot of people go for. And a lot of the psy artists are also now setting up psychedelic techno side projects and stuff. So... um, in a strange way, that side of things is growing, but it's also completely detached from mainstream club music as well. Yeah. You know, it's its own little world. So, it's 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 interesting to see it all kind of like evolving all over the place, really. You know, but well, sorry, on. no, 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 you yeah. but, go. But but I think there's less. I I don't what I'm trying to say. But I think like um in that world, in the psychedelic world, slowly. I, I mean, I guess it's probably young young people coming into it a bit more I and mean, being a bit more open minded. Um, and there's a bit, people sort of care a bit less about kind of things like, you know, what they look like on the dance floor and all that kind of stuff, which you, which you do get on in the commercial side of things. So, you know, the, the weird techno does work quite well in that environment, I think.
1: Yeah. Just cool music.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it is essentially just rave music really, but it's just a little bit kind of sideways and a bit wonky.
1: Well, funny enough, is um, we had a question from the Facebook asking mm. about um, Rainbow Serpent because oh, we're talking yeah, as we're well. talking about because <laughs> yeah. that's a tran- speaking of wonky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a trance base festival. Yeah. Obviously, they've they've, ex- they've opened the field yeah. a little bit.
0: I'd say it was. It is one of the most eclectic of the top international festivals that I've yeah. been to. It's quality. Um, yeah. It, it, I mean, the production levels are quality. The promoters are awesome um the crowd is just bonkers i mean i I had a gig on the friday and i flew in on um the saturday so i missed a bit of it unfortunately Mm. but i was playing on the monday morning and that crowd by the end of monday i have never seen anything like it you know and i've I've been to a lot of parties but that was just something else. Crazy time. Crazy time. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. Um, production levels were great. Everyone was really happy and friendly. Yeah. Um, and I got to get up there and do what I wanted to do. You know, there was no kind of limitations put on me. No one said, oh, you've got to play this kind of music or that kind of music. You know, yeah, it was great. I, I felt great. The same. Yeah.
1: I, I played the year before and, um, yeah, yeah I, I was blown away by it. Yeah. I, just, I just thought it was, um, they've got a special thing going there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I... I obviously it's great for us traveling to Australia. Oh yeah. You know, to to enjoy that, you know, it's fantastic. But, but it's kind of good for Australia as well. Is that like, because all over the world you have these quality Mm. sort of like, um, events thrown, you know, like the Glade. I'm using it like, noisily. I I use these as as examples of like,
0: they're your benchmarks though. Yeah, it's benchmarks.
1: Um, so traveling to the other side of the world and seeing it like just, you know, I what I really enjoyed about it was I just enjoyed like the 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 quality of everything. The food yeah. was amazing. Yeah, the food was great. Like you never said that about festivals. No. no one says food's no. good at a festival. No. They then no, there must be like re, they took a lot of attention to make yeah. sure the right kind of I looked food. after the
0: artists. Like had the a artist, bell tent with like yeah. a mattress in it and everything. Little, which, you know, little, little yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah.
1: it. The years. that was it. Yeah, yeah the the, right. even the toilets. So yep. like, um, yeah, they got organic toilets. Yep. Where they, great. And, uh, yeah, great. Yeah. The sawdust and yeah. it didn't smell, which you know yeah. is another thing. Yeah, um, and the vibe.
0: Yeah, the vibe was unreal. By Monday afternoon, it was unreal, yeah, quite literally, um amazing. Word of advice, though, take a coat because I didn't. Oh really? <laughs> but luckily, my mate over there, Herc, took one for me. Thank you, Herc. <laughs>
1: uh, no, no, it's wicked, cause I thought yeah. okay. I thought it was going to be boiling. <laughs> well, like, I can't. Yeah, it did get cold in the evening. Yeah, really cold. Yeah. I was, do you know what? I, and, um, I, I mean, I had some friends there called Slambury. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know these guys. I've heard the name, um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're bigger, Boomtown. Yeah. We'll talk about Boomtown yeah, yeah, in cool, a bit. Yeah. But, um, they're, like, they're, they've got, they've got a kind of sound, they're, they're like, and that, they're, they're sort of a, a circus mm. circus, like, so, like Circus are chaos, but there's mm. a band. So they've got like, big horn sections. Yeah. But they are only doing the sound system. Yeah. So uh, it was only, it was only Mike and Cuff doing it. Yeah. But, um it was just, you know, we we were standing back from it and just going, "Man, the vibe here is yeah. just electric. The yeah. atmosphere, yeah, like right, right away through and yeah. how friendly it yeah. was. And they're not it afraid
0: was... to embrace a bit of wonkiness and madness no. either, are they? There, there's, there's but, no. It wasn't very pretentious at but, all. But, but
1: you know, fair play, fair play to them. Yeah. The one thing I'd say about like, Roma Servant, above a lot of the festivals that I would put on, the same sort of um, sort of platform as yeah. them it wasn't dirty. No. And it wasn't like messy. Yep. Like everyone, everyone was getting wasted, but there wasn't people. No one lost up pe- pl- no. people losing the plot. No, the, yeah, there yeah, wasn't yeah, people yeah. walking around just bumping into each yeah. other, just mindlessly wasted, yeah. screaming at the south, you 80% like, festivals like at in the hobos, UK. Yeah, exactly. you know what yeah, I mean? Right. It wasn't like that. No. It, it was like, like everyone was looking after each other and was making sure people were cool. And I think that, I think that, that was um, testament to the, to, you know, just to the to the promoters and, and the, the the club. What the club is, the, the festival goes themselves. Is that, you know, they they were really. It was it, it was messy but not dirty. Yeah, if that makes any sense. I mean, I, I
0: found found um, kind of Boom and Azora are kind of like that as well. Yeah. You know, everyone gets in a right state, but they they really know how to look after themselves and like everyone will look after their friends as well. So.
1: Um, and you know, this, is, I, we're talking about rave safe yeah and I know it sounds a, a stupid thing that like everyone's going, oh but you know as as, as I've got older mm. is I don't want to go to a festival and see people sitting in a no way. sitting in their own fucking piss no do you no, know what I mean all their all, mates no, to, to just to, just abandon them yeah I, I, that's to. They're bollocks. Yeah. Do you know, that's not what I want to see. I want to see people look after themselves Absolutely. and look after their crew. Yeah. And, and do you know what? It, you know, we had this conversation earlier about um, people being, being wasted at festivals. Yeah. Tripping off their nuts. They don't, they've lost their friends. They don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. And, they Can easily bump into the wrong people, it's yeah. Like, like, that's not good. No, at the end of the day, someone turns turns someone bumps into me and my friends, yeah. And you can see that they've lost a plot and they don't know what's going on. The best thing you can do is take care of them the best you can, absolutely, and and be considerate and, and yeah. look after them. It's yeah. like, like, you know, look, they're just, just sensible, yeah. At the end of the day, is that not all festivals are like that, and not all people are like that. But no, people should be like that,
0: they should be like that, but. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world. I know, no, we don't. No, no, no. I know, we don't. I wish but we like, did. But, but yeah. you know, it's like I know it, exactly what you mean, though. And, I, and yeah, I, I think um, it, it's nice to go into an environment, say like Rainbow Serpent, though, and you know, Azor and Boom, and, and say Noisily in the UK is a good example of that yeah. as well. You know, you do get people in the mess, but people on the whole will go out of their way to look after people or they'll point them in the right direction and people that will rather than just kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, be horrible, which is...
1: Yeah, yeah. there's just no need for it. It's like, you know, I've seen, you know, I mentioned this too earlier, I've Hmm. seen people at Glastonbury just like, you know, walking through tents, just robbing tents. Yeah you know like that's just how the fuck yeah
0: glastonbury is a funny one though because you get a lot of people that go there it's it's kind of like my first rave like by fisher price like and then they go there and they take stuff that they don't know what it is and they just get in a pickle and there's so many people in such a kind of small area that there's there's always going to be stuff that goes wrong unfortunately yeah. well it's a city you know, really glaston
1: is, is a, yeah, yeah it's a city so you can yeah. w- wander the streets and not <laughs> yeah. bump into your friends for a long time to, to yeah. in the north
0: of the city yeah. you know saying that though it is amazing as well you
1: yeah know, so yeah, yeah. To, to be honest like, i've had so many good times at like yeah. big festivals as yeah. well watching commercial acts yeah you know like i remember seeing um um elbow play okay yeah, my, my girlfriend always rin- rinses me for Elbow. I, I really like Elbow, and she's like, yeah, it's middle-aged men's office music, like coffee table music. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, <boy. laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, she likes no effects. That's like that's the kind of music that my son's into, and he's eight yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's 32 so oh, there you go bear. there you go yeah touche that. yeah <laughs> so anyway right. dude, this is next, <laughs> next. <laughs> um so i tell you what. um what I'd, what I'd like to talk about yeah. is, um um social media because yeah yeah cool um yeah this is our platform that we promote. from mm. I, mm. I promote this show on, mm. um, and and you're a big one on social media. When I yeah. say a big one, it's like like you're aware of. Like, I use it a lot. It's yeah. a great
0: promotional tool.
1: Yeah, and, and you you can see the benefits yeah. of it. Is the <clears throat> where where do we start? Is the. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Mm. I, it's not, that I, ha- I, I, I love, I love connecting with people. Yeah, totally. What yeah. I hate, yeah, is I hate the idea that I have to say something mm. so people know mm. because. I hate the fact of when I promote in a, a something like a piece of music, mm. and then you then people listen to it like a year later and go, oh, I mm. didn't even know anything about. it. I, I guess so. So you feel like, oh yeah. man, I, I need to promote it so everyone knows because now now we're in the situation of like, you need to pay to promote on yeah, Facebook. I,
0: yeah, I mean that's bullshit. Yeah,
1: but but the re- you know, yeah, how the re- do you reach people you just, otherwise? Yeah,
0: I mean, the, do you? I mean, everyone has this problem now, like fan pages unless you pay you don't get any reach on your yeah. post at all, which is a complete piss take on Facebook's part. Really? And Facebook, I hope you're listening to this because it's ridiculous. <laughs> I,
1: I'd no, love it. i really, I, I I really hope love, you love it. Yeah. <laughs> if, what's his name? Zimmerman was listening yeah. to this No, please, <laughs> yeah.
0: Please, yeah, and turn my Facebook page off. Please, whatever. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, the only way that you can get your um, posts out there is to pay for it now. And I think that model is incredibly cynical because I remember before, I'd be able to put a post up to my whatever it was probably 8000 fans back then and 60% of them would see it now I've got like 11 or 12 oh, man, and I'm and like you know four of them will see it and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous it's so cynical on their part to drag people into this model and then start making them pay for it well, but saying that I mean it's just another communications tool for me personally as, as an artist you know I mean I've, I've got my own personal Facebook page which is me as a real person. But, yeah. I mean, I yeah. am a real person too, I think. <laughs> What's um, your second name? Then? Uh, oh, that's that's classified information. Right? Coda. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, but also, so, I mean, and I've met so many amazing people through social media. Um, it's a great way to connect with people. It's another great communication tool to get your music out there. Um, but, as I say, it's the, I, I I just find that, that it's just all moving to paid for now, paid for, paid for. Well, but yeah. you know, but at the same time, I suppose the other flip side is that it's a company and they've got to make some money and I think, whatever. I think, I think the, the
1: argument in there is that like that, if you were reaching more people, mm. surely we wouldn't begrudge the advertising. Somebody.
0: No, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: and uh, Facebook, mm. if you are listening, take note. <laughs> um, <laughs> if if you were if you were to kind of like reach, I don't know, like say say you're reaching over ten thousand. That's yeah. just our argument. So, yeah. Um. The the banner ads, yeah. It, like grow. Yeah. Then no one would have. Yeah. More problem because if yeah. they weren't paying for it, so you have people like Dead Mouse. I'm just saying they may have like I don't know like sixty zillion fans, Yeah, like, like yeah. bazillion yeah. fans. Yeah, is that the adverts would be thick and fast? Yeah, through through would their post. Yeah, right at the end of the day, they might not like it, and maybe if they had the option to switch it off yeah. for a fee, it would work a little better. So yeah. they could. Break down the adverts by paying a little bit. Yeah, then that would be their choice. We would, I'm sure yeah. we would all feel better if you had an option rather than like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, like if you want to reach like half of your fans, you yeah. like, you know, like I don't, I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the same as you. I've never got bought, the same of, yeah. I've never bought, yeah. bought or paid for any mm-hmm. bogus fans. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, do you know what I'm pleased about that? What annoys the, f- noise the that went- fuck out yeah. of me is that like I've never I've never bought any fans so I've got nothing to hide. Like at the end of the day, is that like I would like my post to reach my fans, but it's
0: not a level playing field. Though. No, it's, like, it's so not. people buy fans. So suddenly, ex DJX, whoever he is, has got sixty billion fans because he's got a load of money and he can afford to splash it on fans. And then suddenly, everyone else has gone. Oh well, why hasn't? Mark or Ben got that many fans. They must be crap compared to him. Yeah. And then suddenly, like, you know, you're you're kind of like... It it does actually get a bit serious as well, though. You know, I mean, from... I'll give you a real-life example. Um... Nanoplex's point of view, you know, we don't have very many fans because we're quite a new entity. We've only been around for a couple of years. Yeah. But I'm sure people look at that page and go, "Oh, you've only got four thousand fans. You mustn't be very good." Yeah. And I've yeah. also had people, you know, I've, I've heard that from people. People have told me that, and it's like, it's no, that's but, but that's just yeah. that's just not true. Because, no, you know, because other people in our kind of scene have bought. Oh, Ben, Ben,
1: you, know, you could have sixty thousand followers tomorrow. Yeah. But, yeah. but
0: the problem is, it's not. It 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 just gets so distorted out of reality. But the, well, then well, it just becomes ridiculous.
1: What well, you face with this thing is that, like, um, like I had with an agent. He said, well, we, you know, we, you've only got like ten thousand followers. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but they're ten thousand people that decided to follow me. Yeah. Yeah. That's not ten thousand people I bought for yeah. me. There are Ten thousand yeah. people that, uh, and I'm quite proud of that. Yeah. Right. Like, it's like, like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, but you know, Crafty Cuts has got half a million. Yeah.
0: I'm like, well. Are there that many people in is the death, dance music in the world?
1: <laughs> 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 like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't want to read between the lines there, but, like, like I'm in the same genre as Martin. I'm, like, yeah. you know, love and death, but like, I, 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 you know, I very much doubt that, like... Yeah. Well, what is that? Like, so my math is terrible. 150th. One one 150th. 150th, one yeah. 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 So 150th of the people that like Martin... Would like my music? but To be honest, maybe that is true. I don't know what. Well, maybe know. most of them are like Mexican business. You know what? I'm gonna. I, I'm actually funny enough. I'm gonna ask Martin to come and do the show because yeah. I like him. He's a good sport. And he's, yeah. he's a nice, he's a nice guy. And yeah. I, I, hope he does it. Yeah. Um. And uh, I'll be. In, I'll, I'll ask him. The problem is, I'll ask him. It's like, where yeah. did you get your half a million followers from?
2: <laughs> uh.
1: Maybe he plays a lot in China. Maybe.
0: I mean, I mean, I think the problem is that it's it's out of control. And yeah. and like, it's, it's a problem that, that there's kind of a wider problem that I've had ever since I got into the dance music industry, because I thought it was like a nice place to be. And it is a nice place to be, because I get to meet amazing people, you know, yeah. really cool people. But also, there's no regulation. It's pretty cutthroat. And like, people can just do what they want. And everything, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors around. Oh, completely. I don't think we should go too far down this rabbit hole, but... Um, and atmosphere. you know and, and, the prob-
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the problem is though that social media is a very good example of this cuz cuz you you don't know what is real or what isn't as far as fan yeah. numbers go and things like that you know it's
1: Well, it's- <laughs> well I mean, I'm going to use SoundCloud like, <laughs> look look we I don't, we are laughing but we're being super negative but it like like we're talking about stuff that I, I guess that I, I'm hoping that people are listening mm. that also, are thinking? Like, yeah, I, I hope that we're talking about stuff that that you might be sitting there listening to this, yeah, in your front room or in the gym or or in your car, whatever, driving and listening to a podcast, thinking, yeah, uh, fucking assholes. Like, I'm not the only one mm. that thinks this. Mm. But um, SoundCloud, mm. I'm going to use as a as the key mm-hmm. example is that this one, this one that fucking gets my goat up, mm. to be honest, is um the. You see these people, and they've they have like I know like under a thousand followers, and they've got a track up for two days, and they've got you know quarter of a million plays, quarter of a million (laughs) plays, like hundred thousand downloads, and they've got like I don't know like like a few hundred comments, and all the comments go awesome, wicked, great, yeah, and you're like, this is bullshit. This is (laughs) this isn't correct, like like. And now you li- like even based on the piece of music you're listening to, mm. then, like if it's got that many plays in mm. this time, why is it not top ten in Beatport? Well,
0: yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Ne- but the argument is is to like you know we I, like I pay for I don't know what I pay for like a a semi pro account. It costs me like eight euros. Yeah, I've got a one of those. Month, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And you get these. I, I get sent it to my personal account mm-hmm. on on SoundCloud. Going, mm-hmm. hey, I love your music. Have you <laughs> ever thought about boosting your popularity? Do you think by anyone you? ever listens
0: to music with no listens to it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you want to? I love your music, but do you do you want to boost your plays? It's simple. Go to, you know, connect with me here, and you go to yeah. it's like pay ten dollars for two thousand listens. Yeah, um, and you are like, mm. well. well Okay, it's like if I if if I didn't have any self respect (laughs) then yeah, that makes complete sense. Hey, you know, I can look more special than I am. Mm. Right? The argument is, is that like is SoundCloud doing that themselves? going, well, I'm only getting eight euros out of this guy. Mm. He's putting up four tracks a month. I could be picking up like 20, 30 euros a month off him, like... Um, boosting his tracks to try and make him look better Yeah. because I have access to, to do so. So you think there's little like, little kind of side... I, I, little I shoot don't drops. believe there's a little Filipino guy going, like, 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 <laughs> like, like, like. <laughs> I, mean, I find it hard to believe that there's enough hours... I've got three of them in my
0: garage, mate. It's fine. <laughs> I find it
1: hard to believe that that happens. I, I personally believe that SoundCloud have decided... Right. That like we don't make enough out of your subscriptions. We're gonna dupe you into making yeah. we're gonna dupe you into making yeah. your 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 um your your status more popular than what okay. is perceived because they can do it. Yeah. Because if that's not the case, then we are talking about someone going like, 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 mm. comment, 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 like, yeah. like, like, comment, comment, comment. Yeah. comment. Maybe there is a big factory in China yeah. doing it. I maybe don't, I, I don't. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm maybe.
0: really right. b- bored Chinese people doing it. I like. just don't. I nah.
1: just I, you know I I don't think there's enough money. Nah. I I think that I personally believe, and I know it's. Conspiracy. it's a good one though I not that that's theory. good we maybe both... that's a
0: real theory rather than a conspiracy theory but this though. is mine yeah, I invented yeah. this one no I <laughs> like this one this is good it's this the, is my exclusive my
1: conspiracy theory <laughs> yeah. is that SoundCloud have <laughs> decided that their 8 euros yeah. a month is not enough so they're going to subsidise it by letting you boost your posts interesting interesting juicing
0: yeah it's juicing that's what juicing. I call steroids isn't yeah. it as well yeah I mean.
1: making yourself look bigger um, than what you are
0: I remember when I first found out about ghostwriting, engineering, that blew my mind.
1: I'm sorry, Ben, I'm not, I'm afraid. You're not going down that that rabbit hole. I don't don't, don't think I can do it for you.
0: (laughs) What if I paid you? (laughs) No, but that um, that, that blew my mind when I found out about that. Eight euros. Eight euro, eight euros a track. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. okay. <laughs> nah. Sorted. Of.
1: Uh, yeah, the ghost ride. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. That that really blew my mind, and it was a case of if you can't beat them, join them, sort of thing for me. Enough. But um,
1: yeah. Have you ever ghost for anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who?
0: um I'm not going to tell you because that's part of that.
2: that's the whole part thing of ghost <laughs>
0: <laughs> But that totally blew my mind. Then you know, the, there's a lot of stuff. I guess. I guess it comes back to. The the point that the industry isn't like this nice happy place that's all glamorous and lovely. You know, it's it's pretty cutthroat and dog eat dog and um but that's why we wrote a song yeah there, I yeah. think that might have been to remind you why but yeah. but saying that I think we I think on we have just been moaning for quite a while I think like we should, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know there are some amazing
1: amazing people we, that I've we, met for it And hang on a sec we are moaning <laughs> with a smile on our face oh yeah we are smiling <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stopped laughing since we started slating this shit um, that's alright it's alright
0: no, I mean the plus side out of it is you get to meet some awesome people yeah. you really do yeah
1: yeah, and I, I think that, I think that's thing with music as well. In general, is yeah, that like you, you meet a lot of people, and like that, some of the people you meet, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, but they're good people. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. like, well, I want to be famous. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but but I don't I don't play any music. I don't write any music. I don't even know what music is. Got, I've got, <laughs> I don't DJ or I don't produce. And you're yeah. like. Okay, <laughs> like well,
0: don't be a model,
1: <laughs> but there's no reason why you can't be famous. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that is the truth of the matter. Yeah. There, there is no reason why they can't be famous. Yeah, like don't let something like um, like talent get in the way. No,
0: absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> You should just be able to click your fingers
1: and be famous. And yeah. and 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 that, I suppose that's the digital age for us. Yeah, that we're all in this place where it's like. And I I hope I hope that people listening to us are laughing like we're laughing.
0: We are we are laughing. I mean, it is it is partly serious and all based on truth and fact. But um, also, you have got to laugh at it, really, haven't you? That's it. You know.
1: Well, let's talk about something positive. Yay! Uh, what's the worst <laughs> show you had? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't can, I can, I can, I can actually tell you. These it. are the questions from the face. Invo- involves
0: post watersheds. So I do what. I, I tell. You what. Oh, I've,
1: got, I've got two questions by the same person. Okay. Um, right. One of them is the best show and one's the worst show. Best show? Oh, well, I reckon actually,
0: um, Noisily this year was one of my favourite shows I've ever oh, done. Really? Yeah, it was wicked. Um, I didn't think they'd get it better than last year, but it really got back to that old Glade at Wazing vibe this year. The guys, I mean, they're all friends of mine. Um, and they absolutely nailed it. And I, I I was lucky enough to play two gigs. One is me on Friday night, and one is Nanoplex Saturday night. The Friday night one was great. Um, and, you know, I just got, to play, you know, just got to play whatever I wanted to to a great crowd. The Saturday night one just felt like, you know, kind of playing, I, I, I guess, me and Chris spoke about it, we did Nanoplex set. We, it kind of felt like playing, like, as a home football team, like, in front of your home crowd Like scoring loads And loads of goals And beating your main rivals It was like one of those You're just standing there And the, the crowd were just brilliant And everything awesome. was perfect It's great So I'll go Noisley this year It was awesome Are no- and, um, Noisley going to run next year? Yep, yep They're on next year And if you haven't been to Noisley I would 100% advise you go And this isn't me Like speaking on behalf of Noisley This is me speaking on behalf of someone Who knows what a good party is And um, yeah It's wicked Really awesome. really, really good Worst one, Um, (laughs) we can go there. I was heavily inebriated on things I probably shouldn't have been taking. Um, And it was underneath the M4, underneath one of the bridges on a bit of farmer's land when I was about 18 on vinyl. Um, And
1: you're 34 now?
0: 36. 36. So So that's quite a long time ago.
1: So those days are well over. If Uh, if you get wasted. The certain things (laughs) that I was taking
0: at the time are well over, yeah. but yeah, uh, it was one of those ones where everything just went wrong. It was a clang fest and um, it definitely wasn't my fault. <laughs> it's the only gig I've ever been booted off the decks. So I remember looking up halfway through and going, oh my God, there are 400 people here. Well, if I can't it remember it, what just happened for the past half an hour. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, it's better. <laughs> uh,
1: you're not the only one. I, I've, I've been booted off the decks once. Yeah, and, um, and that was in uh, Portsmouth. Right might be Southampton yeah it's one of it's port towns yeah actually it might be Southampton right no I, no okay anyway and uh, the promoter was um he had a club and like I, I remember playing and um he booked me because I'd done a back-to-back set with James Abelia okay yeah um the year before yeah and um we'd done a back-to-back set which, which was recorded <laughs> yeah for um for a, a DJ mag for a for a cover okay. mount. And um the guy booked me off the back of that and um I don't know what he thought I was gonna play. And it's right. like and um when I arrived, I, I literally arrived he had this like special room and he was walked in, and he said, Oh do you want some drugs? So I was <laughs> and I was like, no no, no I got, <laughs> I gotta play and he had all his mates, and he's like, I oh, just got back from my beef, and yeah. we've been hanging out at Caffeine and Right, okay, nice, yeah. And anyway, so, cut long story short, <laughs> so I started playing. It's like, I was out there, it was packed. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah. I started playing, and he came, he, I, I sort of like, about an hour into my set, mm. a security guard came up to me, and like, <laughs> he sort of like cut his throat as if to <laughs> go, like, You're done. Yeah. I was like, What? Well, I've got enough for an hour, you know. And at the time, <laughs> I was like, looking around for a place, going mental. Yeah, and and it's like you're done. And um, they got one. The, the resident DJ come back and he said, "Oh, um, like he said the name of the, uh, the 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 guy that owned the place." And he said, "He's off his night in the back room." And then um, he thought you were going to play like deep house. Oh no! And like, I was like, "Well, why don't you come out here and see what yeah. you know?" Because he he wasn't in the room. He yeah. was in like a room, like a soundproofed room. But he couldn't see the crowd. Like, going no, he couldn't yeah. see the crowd. Right. And uh, I said, "Well, go grab him." And yeah. like, and he came back. and He goes, oh, he won't come out." Oh. And it was just like like That's I mean, not good. just just sat in a room in just doing cocaine. Decided that he didn't want me to play. Oh to his room even though the room that i was playing in was going off and i was just like this, like and I, I literally got kicked off an hour earlier i like i remember good. going home and i was like distraught cause yeah. it never hap- and that's never happened to me before i was like wow fuck do you know what i mean it's like like i was playing to the people yeah. in the room i wasn't playing to, to the coke top promoter in to the, the back feed room <laughs> yeah. into his like <laughs> yeah. private room yeah
0: that's you not know good. have you ever yeah. um Taken the needle right, ejected the CD off the tune that you've just mixed in. Yep. Yeah. Do you know
1: what? That's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I've, actu- I've actually said it on this podcast. Yeah. For um, the first time, I played at Fabric. <laughs> <laughs> the first time oh I ever God. played at Fabric in the main room. Oh God! Right, I had one of the main sets, and um, I was so freaking nervous, <laughs> right. I popped the, cause I had like four CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I thought I'd be a smart ass by running like three tracks at the same time. I was like, eh, yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking like free deck mixing. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. What a <laughs> stupid fucking move. Right. And then um, I popped the CD that was played yeah. out of the thing twice <laughs> in a two hour set. Right. <laughs> right. And then, um, and I'll never forget. It was like, and I literally was like oh. and it was the first time I've played that first time oh it was God. it was the first time I played the main room and on a main set. What a nightmare. And I'd done it twice in a two-hour set. <laughs> right. And and Lee Coombs, who's a friend of mine, who used to live down the road. Yeah. Um, I miss miss him dearly. I've got to say that. Um, um hopefully I'll see him in a few weeks. Um when I go to America. Um he he I was driving and he come out and he was drunk cuz yeah. I was driving. Yeah. And I said what do you think? He was fucking amazing and I looked at him and I was like really man? it's fucking amazing you fucked up so monumentally twice in one second that might be a world record and, and he looked yeah. at him, I was like really he was like it's unbelievable yeah. and I was like and I, and I just went home and I, I just cried myself oh, to sleep no. well I, I didn't cry but I was like so fucking I was like oh man it's like something where
0: because um, sometimes when I've been in a hurry because I'm when I play off CDs, I burn a CD per disc. Cause, yeah, me too. Because I'll get really confused otherwise. Yeah, me too. And, um, and sometimes I'll burn like my whole set on two discs and then flip between the two. Have you ever done like the extended mix where you like you play one and then you think you're playing the next track off the next CD, but in, you're actually playing the same tune again? No. And you forget. I don't and, like, duplicate. So yeah. for that
1: reason. <laughs> 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 and I'll tell you something really funny. I played an audio in a, we'd done a lot forty-nine party at yeah. audio in Brian. Right. And um I finished my last track and Marvin Dylan mm. Wise took over. And I could see him just like bumping his head. <laughs> and he mixed out of my track, my, my closing we're track. With the same track. With the same track. <laughs> <laughs> and he was looking at the as if going, this yeah. is fucking like a, this shoe fits. <laughs> All these things I was though. Going, like, you play the fucking same tune. <laughs> All these
0: things though. You only ever do them once and then you never do them again. Like, and like, then when it's he it's... took
1: over, I was yeah. like, it's the same fucking track. So we played the same track for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah to be honest don't mate, do that anymore we're, no, but, pro, we're pros now so it's all so good <laughs> <laughs> nobody oh, do you know what nobody nobody no, battle extended only. mix extended mix I think <laughs> yeah well that was extended um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so listen we've, we've chatted about the genre yeah and stuff, da, da, da. yeah cool um, there's a couple of questions on the Facebook that yeah, we need yeah. to ask yeah um, let's go there was a girl that you'd go. You Sarah, know, yeah, from um, what? What are five items? No. <laughs> if if you time were, capsules on the time time capsules five items you would put in a time capsule if you were whisked away by aliens. Yeah, I've been thinking about
0: this all afternoon. That Don't they
1: know. opened up? That would I, I couldn't. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't actually finish whether. It would sum up humanity, or it would sum up. See, being I was wondering
0: the. by then I could just put a clone of me in there just to tell everyone about me, but that would only be one item, and they probably wouldn't want to see me anyway if they whispered to an alien. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah,
2: my bio. Well, bio, <laughs> it is my disagreeable
0: out of my bio. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, like, obviously. Well, uh, let's just let's, I mean, tell
0: you.
2: I mean, shall we say,
1: that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to throw this out there. Like, let's just say it was. Um, humanity humanity yeah. oh my god right wow. right because at the end of the day it's like you're ben coda you can yeah. turn up and go well i'm ben coder. here's yeah. my discord and here's my bio.
0: yeah and here's my face um, here's my here's, I, here's
1: what i represent
0: I, I think i think it would be very nice to put a um collection of my favorite music in there for everyone to have listened to and okay. some kind of playback device and what we'll, your favourite
1: music? Oh, yeah, I, I um, went not necessarily my, not in my not in my music. No, like, I tell, right, tell you, yeah, yeah. like that. Like, um, like, for argument's sake, yeah. okay, like yeah. this just throw those. Yeah, and, just try and go off grid. Let's right, go, let's go off right, off of, Yeah, right. Of, like, if you had to put like, let's just say three pieces of music. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, that you think that would describe humanity. Well, hum- oh. Do you want me Don't. to
0: describe humanity
1: through the power yeah, of the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because I... Are my three I, I, I um, I'm going to help you out. We can talk about this. What about that tune
0: by Vangelis from the Blade Runner theme tune? That's, that's, that's quite... A, that's that's Vangelis. Yeah. Uh, what
1: are they called?
0: Uh, Vangelis, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm Pronunciation yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that, maybe... I don't that's know. a beautiful piece of it's music. It's a beautiful piece of music. But it's very dark. Doesn't describe does that describe humanity though? I don't know. That's why that's why I'm saying that, because you said describing humanity. Yeah, I think because, humanity is quite
1: dark at times. Because, because the thing is like like you can go like, hey look, I'm Ben Coda. Yeah. But like this is what this is what's popular in the place. In, for in my life. mind, in, in the, no in the place. Yeah, no, World. no, not in your yeah. mind, because we're fucked if that's it. Yeah. <laughs> go, oh my god! Like, like, I mean, if you if you were gonna pick up, right? Yeah, you could easily go like, "Hey, I'm Ben Koder. This is what I do." Yeah, and this is like, but these the, the people that I represent.
0: <laughs> see, I was the so representative of, of, of humanity. Oh my god! Well, I'm this like, is your fancier's fault. I was, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, thanks, sir. I mean, I, I was kind of thinking like more along the lines of what music I'd want to play them that I thought was really good. Not okay. Not necessarily my music. Okay. I know, and like, I wouldn't want to. Really give the music to describe humanity because it would all end up being a bit dark and horrible. I'll probably just have like three really? three hours of gabber, or something. i I'd
1: be there with like a sympathy for the devil. i would be like, hey, yeah, t- but yeah, Beatles, no, check the Beatles. The but, Beatles but, t- but do t- you t- think t- that represents t-
0: humanity as a whole, like the whole history of humanity, or like just
1: no? I'd throw Elvis in as well, of
0: course. <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> Maybe I'm thinking about this a bit too much. How about what about this? Um. PFM, the Western with Comrade MCing on. Really? Yeah, I love that. Great tune. Something by Orbital. So, um, Halcyon and on and on. Maybe beautiful tune. If we're going down the beautiful route or Lush 3.1 maybe. Off the um, Brown album.
1: Yeah, that's a yeah, good tune. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm sitting. You're looking yes. at me as if like. Huh. What do you think? I you mean, think I I'd,
0: I'd, I'd want whoever opened my time capsule to be happy that they'd opened it and I think maybe um, a bit of Underworld so like Dirty Epic or Dark and Long or something like that I'd like
1: that Push Push is
0: good yeah yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that can be in your time capsule
1: oh thanks man alright <laughs> I, I get a time With, capsule it depends what you, everyone gets one like, do you think all all it'll right, be buried
0: okay. in the Blue Peter Garden though or not <laughs> 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 they don't have to be child friendly Yeah. Mm. those are all quite child friendly tunes
1: um, yeah, oh, that, that, do you know what um yeah, orbital. Or yeah. I'd, I'd like to put a bottle of Jägermeister thing, in my time the thing, capsule. The thing is, orbital like, you'd have to put a disclaimer and say, like, yeah, here's a song, <laughs> but you need to see them live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same with
0: Underworld, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but just remember, they're better live. Um bottle of Jägermeister. I think I'll go with my time capsule. Jägermeister. Yeah, big bottle of Jägermeister. Okay. For people to remember me by. Um I was also thinking, because like, I was thinking, like, you know, music films as well. So I probably have, like, some films in there that I really like. And what films? Um, tell me what my favourite film is. God. Predator.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, I love it. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Pan's Labyrinth. I like, like Pan's... know. Like, oh, really Eternal like...
0: Eternal Sunshine and, like... Yeah, Eternal Sunshine's all right. Um, Pan's Labyrinth is amazing. Yeah. But Predator, for sheer entertainment value, great. Brilliant. I'm a big fan of Arnie films.
1: All right, fan. Yeah. No, no, me too. I love yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, mean, I can go deep. You, I can go
0: totally deep with films. Well. See, I really um, like the film Pie as well. That's a great film. Seen the, just the symbol pie. That's that's an uh, awesome uh, film. You know. So, but, did you
1: see the thing I posted up on my Facebook no, about um, Bill Burr talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Oh man, I'll show you. After oh this. yeah, yeah. yeah. I love to
0: see that. You're awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, no. Have yeah. you seen any good films lately?
0: I um, watched the new Terminator the other day. Which surprising, was surprisingly good. It felt like a remake of Terminator 2. Right. Um, but it was loads better than all of the other Terminators that have been made since Terminator 2. Right. Um, yeah, and it had Arnie in it, so obviously it's going to be amazing. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was, actually, it was actually quite entertaining. But do you know what? I, I struggle with films now. I really, really? do. Yeah, um, to find something that really actually kind of, you know, gets me. Um, have, have I'm watching got, Vikings at the moment that's quite yeah good. I was going to say yeah. have you got
1: to series yeah I've, I've watched a lot of series and, and Vikings it's a series really of the Vikings. new films yeah the
0: they are yeah. I mean The Wire is the one for me it, it is yeah. the best thing ever I think really? and Breaking Bad and The Wire so maybe we could put some box sets in the in the um, the. yeah Send a signed copy of The Wire Um. um I, I had another idea which was Tickets for Azora and Boom Festival and flights there, in what case about? they're still going on when they dig it up, and they'll go, "Oh, what's this all about?" And then there's like, you know, infinite tickets to go to Azora and Boom and infinite flights, uh, and then they can fly there and go, "Ooh, that." That's I, I would,
1: you know, what I would have thrown Rainbow Serpent in there.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah, totally,
1: yeah. What about Boomtown? <laughs>
0: maybe just for the darker side of yeah, humanity yeah just to experience it and you know and also Burning Man I've not been to Burning Man yet but, oh really um, but maybe maybe what we could do is we could put infinite tickets to all of the wicked festivals in the world and flights to them so then they can just go to them all. that's it and then whoever dug up my time catcher would be like the happiest person ever if they like raving
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <I didn't> <laughs> <laughs> it's an idea <laughs> I don't really know where to
0: go from there. Well, neither do I. <laughs> I told you it might get a little bit silly later. Um, so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I've got a bunch of questions cool, from the Cool, let's Facebook. go. Yeah. Um, but I've got to be honest. <laughs> You've covered most of them. <laughs> because now we where, now we know the sort of... I've got a question for you that came up on my Facebook.
0: Oh, really? Where does Meet Katie come from?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, this is like... Is, uh, this is a bizarre one I'll spit it out really quickly because it's a long story so I'll just try and say it really really quickly it's bizarre you're asking me a question oh there you go I came from a live background similar to you I was in and out bands um, nothing really stuck um, and a few sort of bits that done all right, but you know as a a whole unsuccessful in my career as a bass player in bands um, and um, I made a track with a guy called Jason O'Brien who become like the partners with Barry Ashworth with Dub Pistols oh yeah yeah, um, Dub Pistols he, is great yeah, yeah. And he, and, yeah and Jason's an old friend of mine like, and he, yeah. he was in a band as well yeah and, um, and he bought a sampler and I had a big funk and soul and jazz collection yeah. so we started sampling my breaks right um, because we only had like eight outputs, I think it mm-hmm. was at the time. Yeah, um, it it's akai s i think it might have been like a one. S one thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the first yeah. One. yeah. Um, and um, we we I, we had a friend like that, that we knew called Derek Delarge, and um, he knew Mark Jones from Wall Sound. He played yep. a, like demo that we'd done. Derek wasn't really involved at all, mm-hmm. and then, apart from playing the demo to Mark. <laughs> okay. And then just attached himself to it. <laughs> um, and um, Mark said, I love it. You know, and this Great. is like, he hadn't, I mean, he only had like one or two releases out of yeah. all the sound at the time. Yeah. So I'll sign it. So we signed to Water Sound. So it was the first Real. time I ever made a massive dark. label as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it became a massive yeah, label. At yeah. the time, it's like okay. there was no label. Okay, right, okay. So when we gave him the track, it was like, so he said, like, I'm gonna sign it, yep. sign it. And then um then it it just became a big track for it. Like I mean, mm. at the time I'd been slugging my way, from yeah. getting nowhere in a band. Yeah. And um we signed our first dance track to Wall of Sound. And next thing I knew, we were getting like double page spreads in NME. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember seeing your Loaded magazine around And that the it was time, called it like. was, yeah, yeah, Loaded, yeah, Loaded. Yeah, loaded, yeah, loaded yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, James Holden. Yeah. Um, and anyway, cut a long story short. It's that Dale went to shit because Derek, who was our friend, mm. decided that he was the most important in the band, even though he'd done no, fucking do. nothing. And um, we fell to bits. Um, and I thought, at the time I thought you know what I'm going to go back to being in a band yep. and the kind of bands that I like are like Bitch Magnet yep. Porno for Pyros obviously Jane's Addiction yeah, cool. all those type of kind of like
0: slightly quirky they, like, sound, kind of like, they yeah, yeah. sound
1: like they sound like calling cards in a phone box and I, <laughs> and I like that I really like yeah. that those like the yeah. sleazy thing and then my flatmate at the time so I walked out of Wallis. I walked out of my project on the right. sound, um, which which I put together, and I walked out of it going, well, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm getting no recognition for this, and also I'm not, not getting yeah. paid because Derek took all the money. And yep. it, it became very dark the the relationship. So, so I, I left. Yeah. Um, and then Jason left subsequently because he just realised that Derek was <laughs> Derek wasn't really a partner. No. Um, and then that, he joined Dub Pistols, and that's ah, okay, how, that's right. how yep. Dub Pistols happened. Okay. So Dub, Dub Pistols wasn't the band until Jason right. joined, so da-da-da. Yep. Um, and I thought, all right, I'm going to put a new band together. And I, and my flatmate at the time was doing um, visuals for clubs, mm. and he was doing um, um, Super 8 and 16mm, um, yep. where they were splicing. Yeah. This is when um, uh, people like... Uh, <laughs> Hexstatic, were using... Yeah, I remember Hexstatic. Yeah, 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 and they yeah. were using these kind of like, they were just sort of splicing stuff. Yeah, so it was like it, it actually looked fun. It looked better than digital stuff. Yeah, warmer. Because, kind yeah, of it was warmer because yeah, yeah. it yeah. looked more seedy. Yeah, and more real grainy, yeah. and it looked great. Yeah, and then my flatmates today, the thing was called Icon. Yeah. at the time, and um, I went looking for stock with him, but okay. And then we went into, and there's a place in Soho, like a big basement place mm. that do, it's all 16 mil and super eight. Right. And then I remember just look, and I looked looking through things. I saw a name, Meet Katie. Yeah. And it was written in the erotic <laughs> section. And I just thought, that's a really good name for a band. That's <laughs> a great name. <laughs> for, and at yeah. the tar, I was like, that's a really good name for a band. Yeah. And I, 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 want, I wandered around with it for a few days thinking, yeah, Meet Katie a band yeah that's in line with what i like it's a bit different it's a bit odd yeah and um it works as well it's just kind of a bit different yeah Yeah. and um long and short of it is that um i just never got around to record recruiting a band (laughs) right (laughs) and i just done it on me so it was
0: originally a band name so really i I was gonna start a band and
1: i just ended up with name weird dj name called me katie yeah and um it just stuck and in the end I was like, I started getting off for gigs and start going out It's like, hey DJ, meet Katie. Cool. And then all of a sudden started referring to stuff that I was doing. You know, yeah. I was calling it Me Katie as a production name. Yeah. yeah. But then it was like, oh, hey, you're a DJ and you're called Me Kay. and everyone's like, where do you get that name from? Yeah. Like, it's a long story. Yeah. Well, there it is. <laughs> and, and that's how I ended up with Name Me K. So cool. it was really honest. It was just that uh, I really never got around to recruiting yeah. a band.
0: One of those moments, though, where you see something and you go, hang on a minute, and I that would work. And I
1: liked <laughs> yeah. it. I liked it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, do you know what? It's like the plan's never going to die. Nah. Maybe I'm going to recruit a band.
0: Maybe you will. <sighs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
2: Maybe. 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 Maybe.
1: Yeah, but I, do you know what? I love live music so much. Yeah. Like, do you know what? Um, talk us talk about live music. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, well, I mean, before I got into, before I had my wow moment, I was always into live music. Um, where do I start, really? I guess the first tape I ever bought was um, an Iron Maiden tape because I really like the front of it. Yeah. Um, uh, Eddie pulling his guts out, and it was oh, right, Seventh yeah, Son yeah, of a awesome. Seventh Son. Yeah, yeah. But, but actually, when I put it on, I mean, I, I can't remember. I was, Really about 11 or 12 like, I was like really into the music like and there was Can I Play With Madness that tune do you remember the old yeah, Iron Maiden yeah, tune yeah. then I got really into metal and stuff And like, but when you go and see live music and it's set up properly and you've got a good crowd there and you're playing for a good rig and the band are totally in the zone then wow that's amazing yeah. the thing that I have struggled with with dance music is actually finding an equivalent of that in the dance music world I think underworld pull it off yeah yeah i don't know inter- quite world. how they do it but they do Left and they us build as well yeah 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 and they sound a million times better live than they do on cd and orbital too and i mean i've tried to break my stuff down and, and play it live but you just can't because you can't beat the final master product unfortunately yeah.
1: um but they're, they're playing off mastered stems
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: slightly different so
0: i mean when i do live sets i do i play off master stems but then i throw a load of other stuff on top and i'll you know i'll, I'll have like four or six channels going in Ableton and just do loops and various bits and pieces but um, there's a lot of melt in there yeah with the sound yeah but to be able to actually recreate dance music with all the fills and effects and everything live yeah I think is next to impossible unless you've got six arms
1: let's plan off that
0: yeah 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 Yeah.
1: which is done as well yeah it is not to knock anyone no I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> I know you're looking at me as if like God, tell, spill the guts. Oh
2: no, no, I'm not
1: going to say. No, let's not go there. Um, no. Look, Ben, it's an absolute pleasure. It's been awesome. Uh, thank yeah. you for coming over and thank you thank for talking you. to me. It's and, um, been really good. To talk. And um, and and also is um, you know look, I, I can't thank you enough for your involvement in Lot 49. Mm. Um, things are firing at the moment. Mm-hmm. The label's going around really, really well. Like you know. Partly due to your output, so thank you very much.
0: It's an absolute pleasure, and I have to say it's an honour to be involved in it because Lot Forty Nine is a label I've been into for a very long time, so right. yeah, it means a lot.
1: So there you go. Okay, before awesome. before you go, mm-hmm. I need you to do some stings. Okay, let's do them. You, you know, you know the drill. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, this is Ben Coda. You're listening to Lowering the Tone
1: with me, Kay.
0: Hey, this is Ben Koda. You're listening to... Hey, this is Ben Coda. You're listening to Lowering the Tone with Meet Katie.
1: Can you say it any faster?
0: <laughs> hey, this is Ben Koda. You're listening to Lowering the Tone with Meet Katie. Thanks, mate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Done.
2: I'm
1: done. Episode 9. In the bag. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to help the show, please share the link. nice when people make a comment, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you can. If you enjoy it, get behind it. Just spread the word. Anyway, remember what I said about Bandcamp? You can go over there, subscribe, and download some free music. Until next time, take care, people.